Another short cast of hardcast.com recorded for you on August 8th, 2011, and of course made possible by Riptide Software. We are casual players. We talk about life. We talk about WoW. We talk about all points in between. Our show may contain profession pointers, interface ideas, or drama-free dungeon guides. All of which we hope find themselves useful to you guys as players of the world of Warcraft. In this short cast, we got some great listener email, um, and we're going to cover... What's up with us and Zyker Guide update? Yeah, not, not a whole lot in this episode, but we're getting one out. It's a shortcast. That's a shortcast. Hearthcast is one of the fastest growing podcasts of its kind. We simply could not do it without our awesome sponsors. Hearthcast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guides this year from us here at Hearthcast. You just have to keep on listening. System.com is a global systems network and monitoring company. And a great IT resource. Call up Mike. Let him know you need his worldwide coaching that he's got. It has proven itself to be invaluable to me. And, of course, Carnage over at YouTube.com forward slash Carnage1320 for the best in WoW PvP videos. As always, I want to give a shout-out to our guildmates in ALF and Praetorian Guards over in Whisperwind. That's like half my office now, by the way. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It's- uh, our Facebook friends. Which I don't think they're friends. So Twitter folks. peeps. They're not friends with us on Facebook? I think like four of them, maybe. I'll, go, I'll have to push that on them. I'll All push right. that on them. Send them one of those page suggestions. Hey, you should like this page. Exactly. <laughs> so, what's going on with you, Freckleface? I haven't seen you in like forever. I know, right? Right? Um. Well, what have I been doing? I've been doing the Molten Front Dailies. Oh, yeah. Um. I got to the stage where you recruit an armorer. Were you what? Recruit an armorer. Oh, I thought you said like crouton. Like I don't even know what crouton is. <laughs> like croutons from a salad. When I did that step, I replaced five pieces of gear. No way. Yeah. With better stuff? Yes. Well, it's not. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh, okay, go ahead. I <laughs> um, also got the achievement, Have We Met, over um, on the Molten Front. Uh, is that where you shake... You wave at uh, the oh, different yeah. guardians of the people when they're over on Seth Theris' roost. Like, in some ways that you do, you think, have we met? Do you ever think that? Yeah, I tried to see where they're looking. I looked behind uh, me. <laughs> were they waving at me? <laughs> yeah, that's why I do the smile and nod thing. Oh, yeah, instead. that's always Because then, like, they're not then it doesn't matter. You. Yeah, exactly. Then it's easier. Um, you kind of do that right. thing where you kind of put your hand up like you're about to wave, but you kind of have it close to your head where you can just, just go through like, your hair. Yeah, rub like, your hair. Yeah, yeah like, oh, like, oh I need to fix that yeah. stray strand. <laughs> my ear was itching. I wasn't waving at you. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're crazy. I got a few more achievements, uh, one for defeating different bosses um, without getting hit by their special attacks. Another one for throwing uh, turtles and bears. That's pretty fun. Is that the one where you throw it at the elements, elementals? Yeah, I remember you doing that quest, and the quest is to throw them in the water. Right. But you get an achievement for helping the little things get vengeance. Oh, and that's I looked cool. it up, and you, hey, you throw a turtle at the thing. I remember I told you to do you that. You did. I haven't done it yet. It kills them. It's awesome. Was it like a one-shot, one-kill? Yeah. I made to do that. Doesn't help you the quest, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I had some drama in a Tolbarad. Drama in Tolbarad? Yeah, I don't... It, or in, Is that like a looking for fail? Barrett and Hold. It kind of is. Well, let's hold off. Yeah. Right. I'll just I'll just tease everyone about that. Yeah. So, what's going on with you in game? Well... Um, you know, we had an issue with the last podcast with the audio, and right. I kind of did this whole thing where I wasn't too dramatic about it, but 
you know, Zyger again did hit 85. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am done with that as far as the initial onset of uh, the one through 85 with uh, Zyger guides. Mm-hmm. And was it 16 days or 12 days? Six, I don't remember what it Your was. Your play now. time? Yeah. No, it was it was closer to I remember six. like six. It was six. And 12, I forget what it was. But, you know, it wasn't that bad. Um, however, now I kind of find myself... Because I'm doing the Molten Front Mo- dailies. Sure. I messed up there because I thought only the, the daily quests were available only on the Molten Front side. You were not over in the Hydro. Portal. Yeah, I, was sitting, I didn't do the ones on the other side. But now I'm doing them all. Okay. Because I was wondering where the turtles were. Huh. And I was like, where's the turtles? <laughs> so uh, you squared me away there. got mm-hmm. doing all those. But I kind of realized that I was really relying on Zyger Guide to tell me what to do. Uh-huh. So now I'm like, huh? What do I do? Look at the map. <laughs> uh, read, read what? Read the quest log. Uh, turn in. Follow the arrows. Yeah, what? Uh, uh, you know, I, I caught myself. I was like, I cannot believe that I did this. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I've done. <gasps> I have something else. What? I need to show you something. It's for me, so don't get jealous. Okay. Go ahead and read what that is. <laughs> Logitech Advanced Game Board. It's a G13. Logitech G13. Free trial version of World of Warcraft included. Yeah, this is like, it's like a whole, all it's all these keys, and you set up all your macros and all your special oh. abilities on it for the left-hand side. Yeah. So, I got me that. Naturally contoured design, shaped for your hands and fingers. Onboard memory lets you take personal preferences with you. Yeah. Customizable backlighting lets you choose your favorite colors for low light condition or lights out play. Yeah, because I play the lights out a lot. <laughs> 25 programmable keys plus programmable analog stick. High visibility game panel LCD displays, game stats, system info, and more. You know what it does? What this is so cool. This is this one, one, wasn't why I got it, but it was one of the selling points. Okay. Uh, number one, one of the other guys in my office does use this, and he's our healer in our little quarterly uh, thing. You know, he like heals super, and it's because of this thing. But it's got a little LCD display on it, right? Right. And you can tie it into Vent. So when someone talks in Vent, you can see who it is talking. It shows oh, who they're talking. Yeah, very nice. How about that? Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I picked this up this week. It showed up. Um, it actually showed up Friday, but I had uh-huh. it mailed to the office. Ah. And um, the person who's supposed to check the mail on Friday didn't check the mail on Friday. <laughs> it might have been Saturday, but yeah, I got it today. So still in the box. Yeah. I'll have to find some time sometime. How that goes. Yeah. Yeah. If it's cool and I feel like it, we may have to have like a grand competition in December. We may have to give one of these away. Awesome. Because it's cool. So, other than that, um, dailies. I've just been doing dailies and upgrading my gear. I did that because I got the access to the quartermasters in Hydel. Okay. So, I got exalted with Hydel. Guardians of Hydel or whatever they call it. What is your item level? Yeah, I couldn't tell you offhand. Ah, mine's 362. And I've been running some heroics. Okay. And um, there was one... uh, When we had this conversation, this was kind of me being like a little bit of a noob hunter. Mm -hmm. But we're running heroics and I had a a warrior was complaining that my pet was pulling aggro. Oh, I was there? That was in Vortex Pentacle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I kind of told you, I was like, man, what is that all about? And then you said, ask BRK. Remember that? I so remember. I went in and I asked BRK. I said, hey, man, this is, I could be doing something really stupid here. Did I mess up? And he goes, did you have growl on? I said, I don't know. Probably. And he goes, take growl off. 
Because if you're in an instance or in a dungeon, whatever, with other people, if you're in a group with other people, take Growloff. And then he gave me further advice, which was, as a really, really good hunter, you have a pet that is dedicated for group only. And so he shared with me his pet talent tree for groups. Which is pretty much, it does damage without causing aggro. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because typically, I want my pet to maintain the aggro off of me. Right. But in a group setting, your warrior or your tank, I guess, should be the one holding all the aggro. Right, exactly. So this is this build he gave me, BRK gave me, was just a way to do a lot of damage with your pet without causing aggro. But again, he did side with me saying, you know, if you had a warrior that lost aggro to a pet, you don't have a very good warrior. Sure. Um, then again, it is, you know, I guess it might have been a low because I was just getting into heroics then. Right. I mean, most of the advanced players are not going to be doing the regular heroics anymore. They're right. going to be doing the troll heroics because you get twice as much Valor points. However, after running that, I did get a, a good compliment from somebody. About, yeah. About, you know, I got the whole, you know, GJ, good job. Good job, Hunter, because uh. I kept doing my trap. And I had, we had a, a patrol come up at one point in time, and I saw him, and so I put him to sleep with my sleep, go to sleep shot. Mm. And I put him to sleep, so it was, it was fun. Uh. Yeah. All right. And then other than that, just the, uh, doing the horde stuff, which is my little horde group over on the uh, Deathwing server. Leftovers? Yeah. Yeah. That's, my, yeah. that's my mage, Leftovers. All right. And we are skipping tonight because we are all swamped with uh. work, and we just don't have time to get to it tonight. But mm. it's a lot of fun. How do you like the mage? I love the um, mage. I just now got Blink. So, oh, you know, Blink's awesome. Um, it's, I think we're all like level 14, level 16, something like that. You know, oh, so we're, we're getting there. It's fun. Um, I, I really like, I think my, my most favorite spell I have that I reserve from bosses is the uh, the Interrupt. The one that mm-hmm. interrupts the spell that the, that the boss is casting. Right. I love that one. Really? Yeah. Because it's great because when that boss is trying to do damage and you go, good, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So... So that's it. I, you know, dailies. I'm. Re- I just. I really. I've even been going back and doing the Tolbarad dailies. Yeah, it's pretty empty right now. I know. I'm, yeah. And here's the thing. I don't have any professions on site yeah. here, so I'm really thinking I should probably level up skinning or something because there's plenty of skinning to do in, in Tolbarad. That's true. Oh, so, there is. Yeah. So other there's than that, sure. that's that's it. Uh, it just cra- IRL crazy busy. Yeah. I gotta talk to Hoofit. I really. We, I know we. I know we schedule. We did. Yeah, the we got to reschedule him. But not just that. We have something. We have. We got. We. Ah, I got to talk to Hoofit. I can't talk to you. Ah, I can't even talk to you okay. about it. All right. It's all work related. Well, you know, we ended up having to do Skype last week because right. I forgot why. Um, I forgot. It was on why. a Saturday because something came up Thursday night, anyways. And then the thing, and then then your the thing, your brother. And yeah, then my brother the, got and back then, from. And then the move. Yeah, and then the move. Oh, we're, you know, as you can tell, probably because of the audio quality, uh, we're not at the Excellence in Podcast Studios this week, but the Excellence in Podcast Studios got yet another upgrade, so I'm totally psyched and excited about that. We uh, didn't double the size of it, but we, like, mm-hmm. half added onto it, so it was, like, its size plus another half of its mm-hmm. size, so there's more room. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm excited. Now, I will tell you that... Um Richard is a little kind of mad at you for us not getting the podcast up early. In fact, he said next time he sees you, he's going to mess you up. And then I have nothing to worry about, do I? Unless he gets his treatment. (laughs) That's exactly exactly (laughs) what I said. So, well, that'll be a while, won't it? And then I felt like a terrible person. (laughs) Oh, no. He said we could make fun of him. We like him. He's one of the funniest guys I know. He is. He says some really, because he's online most of the time when I get online, like at 2 or 3 o'clock, whatever Mm -hmm. I'm on. 
And he's he's got a great sense of humor. I love his sense of humor. It's funny. He's kind of yeah. he says uh, outrageous things. Yes, he randomly. does. Shock value. Yeah, shock value. Yeah, random. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I, you know, I could say not if I see you first, but man. <laughs> Richard just kind of see things. My uh, never mind. <laughs> We're just not seeing eye to eye. Never mind. <laughs> see what I mean? No, you don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, hey, we got some listener email. Why don't we go over some listener email before so I can quit making bad jokes? All right, well, we got a couple here. Um, the first one is um, from Calton over on Gauntlets of Forbearance. And Calton says, hey, Hearthcast crew. Hey, I'm, what's up? I'm trying to get my wife into <laughs> WoW. Wow, that's kind of hard to do. Is it? Yeah, you got to send her over to Blizzard. they got to digitize her. Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> Oh, you mean want to play? Wow. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Okay, 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 okay. She seems to be interested, but I had a couple of questions for the yeah, two of you. Yeah. I know you both have households of multiple WoW players, so I was looking for some advice. First, do you have any problems sharing a computer? I know that macros are saved on the server, but what about other settings and mods? How difficult are they to manage across accounts or characters? Also, we just picked up a new iMac. Are either of you Mac users or have tips for playing WoW on a Mac? Okay. Um... Well, you you have multiple household, multiple people in your household to play WoW. I do. But you you each have your own computer. We do. And our WoW people here have our own computers. However, yeah. um, I did talk to Kung Fu Elvis about this. And what he assures me is that when you have the multiple people playing, even if it's separate WoW accounts, um, it's, it's still one installation of WoW. So... You can do multiple installations. You can do a single installation. It just depends on what your login you give it. Okay. So, uh, but he, what he was telling me is that there's no problem with add-ons or anything else. Um, like I said, we use our own computers. So, well, what what about his tips for Mac users? You're a Mac user. I am a Mac user. Um, I have a MacBook Pro that I that I used to use. Now I've got that super awesome Dell that I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had. Now, mine's an older MacBook Pro, so I did run into some graphic shearing problems. I, one of the guys in my office who also has an older MacBook Pro um, had those same issues, so I know it wasn't just me. Um, my, uh, Siren plays on an iMac, and he has no problems. In fact, his graphic settings are, are cranked all the way up as well, and has had absolutely no problems whatsoever. Um, the add-ons are typically all written in Lua, which is a, another programming language, so he's not, you don't have anything that's really cross-platform uh, specific unless you get into some of the ones that um, are actual programs that run. In which case, a lot of those can be, you know, PC-based only. Sometimes you find them cross-platform, but you're talking very few and far between, maybe not even in existence anymore. I mean, I'm thinking about, like, Carbonite and stuff. like No, that's a backup software. There was something else that ran uh, that I, don't, I think Blizzard actually banned that one. But it was a Windows executable. So that kind of stuff, yeah, it's not going to work on a Mac. But I would venture to say that 99% of the add-ons out there, you're not going to have a problem with. Yeah. And I will say, just to add on, um, if you're trying to get your wife into WoW, it it's going to be harder if you can't play together. Which is a big yeah. disadvantage for having to share a computer. Regardless of the technical stuff, if it works or not, if you can't get on there at the same time and start characters together... Um, you know, play together. It's just not going to be it's fun. Yeah, I mean, you're going to sit around and watch each other play? Yeah. That's kind of... 
know. That could lose its luster very quickly. And it, to me, it seems like when I think about that aspect of it, if your wife is seeing you have fun and you're going, yeah, this is really fun, I really dig this, and I think you'll like it too, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I don't want to sound like money will solve all the issues, but if you can possibly find another computer... If you can, I think um, yeah. it'd be worth it. It would really Especially be worth it. Especially because of what it, you know, I'm assuming, you know, you're, you've been playing WoW for a while. If you're in a habit of, let's say, you get home from work and like, I just want to decompress, I'm going to get on WoW. And let's say she starts playing and she wants to do the same thing. What are you going to do then? You're not going to have an issue about who's playing. You're playing too much. You're not playing enough. Right. I can't play because you're on. I want her to run this. You know, it gets into very, uh, you run into a whole management issue and then you run into, okay, now the game's not as fun anymore. And really, the game is just as fun, but the way you're playing the game becomes an issue. So you may want to look at, you know, separate computers on that. I, yeah, I think you'd be opinion. better off. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, thank you so much uh, for sending us an email. And that is, again, from Carlton. He's an 85 human death knight over in Gotland's of Forbearance. Our next email is from Gareth, um, and he has kind of a lengthy email, but That's it, a it covers... That's what that is. It covers Are you a familiar cup- with what? W-O-T? No. Wall of text. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over and saw it. I'm like, whoa, what? All right, yeah. but I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, so Gareth says, here's something I was just thinking about. Um, Blizzard just announced this week that the auction house in Diablo 3, which hasn't been released yet, okay, will in fact be using in-game gold and real-world money as in-game currencies. I don't like that. As in the kind you can store in your pockets, not only actually buy gold inside Diablo 3 as well as in-game items with currency, but also to sell items for for real-world money. Strictly hypothetically speaking, if this is also implemented into WoW, what would your thoughts be if you were playing the auction house with real money? Hmm. Keeping in mind that the economy would still be the same, um, that is, if you get undercut by a gold, you end up relisting. You will lose real money during cancellation of your items and might end up losing more when relisting them. So all those auction house mm-hmm. fees that come out of your pocket. On top of that, there is apparently three cost charges where Blizzard will also take a percentage off the top of your profits when your items go through various stages. First, when you list the item. Second, when your listed items... Um, do not sell and expire, or thirdly, when your items are sold. A more experienced auction house player could probably make a tidy sum off of this, but someone who's not as skilled might actually start to lose all their real money if they got caught up, and of course that would be the extreme ends of both sides of the same coin, but still a scary thought. Personally, I can tell you unequivocally right now, if WoW goes to that, I'm out. Uh, Because that and it's not the whole. It's not because I don't, I don't want to play for real money or anything else. It's that it it gives a distinct unfair advantage. Unless the auction house has changed dramatically in where you cannot buy or sell goods that will benefit your player, like like gear or weapons or stuff like that. If it just becomes a material location where you can buy mats, you know, sell and buy uh, mats, then maybe I stay. But if it goes to a whole situation where you can use real money to buy items that give your player an advantage over another player, I'm done I'm done with the game. Because now it's not about, you know, if you want to call it skill in the game, it's about who's got more money. 
It's not about luck anymore. It's about who's got more money. It's not about, you know, it's not a game of chance or fun. It's about who can pay more to get the gear they want. It's not about investing time. It's about investing money. And I think that really cheapens a game. And it really, I, I hope they never do it. Because, like I said, if, if that's the case, unless they really revamp the auction house to where there isn't a player advantage in items that are purchased or sold, then, uh, then like I said, I'm out. I'm done. That's well, how I feel yeah. about that. Well, you're on the same page with Gareth. He said he had he had, had Diablo three pre ordered for over a year and a half. Cancelled it. And he cancelled this week. Don't blame him. He says if this were ever placed into WoW, he would walk away from the game the day it went live, never to return to a Blizzard game again. I would share those exact sentiments. A hundred percent. And that's you know, not having read what he he had to say yet. Uh it would and we're I'm sure we're not alone. There is there is a, a draw to the auction house that is fun because it's it's play money. Exactly. And it's fun because you get to take that play money and get cool things with it later on in the game. Like your mount that you got. The dragon mount thing. 40,000 gold. Well, if that's equating to money, and just anybody... Like, you worked hard for that gold. It was pre-cataclysm. You stored up your gold, and you're like, I don't have anything to spend it on. Sure. And then you went and you bought the mount. You bid on it the whole nine yards. Well, if that was... You worked real hard, and you made all this gold... And then it's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this mount. And someone else comes in and goes, well, you know, I've got the money just to buy that mount. Yeah, if someone came along and just spent $40 of it instead. Yeah. I mean, there are mounts in the game that you do spend money on. But it's one or the other. You can see when this mount's by, okay, they, they paid $25 for it. Sure. Or, right. But, and that's fine because that's a paid mount. That's not something that, that in the end, that mount gives me no advantage it in the game. It just looks pretty. Right. It's no, it's no player advantage. I still had to go and... You know, spend probably I forget close to like five thousand gold to get all my to get my to my flying speed up to where I wanted it. I had to spend my hard-earned gold in the game to do that, but I got to buy them out. But so what? That's just a representation of a, of a ability. But if I go and I buy a weapon or armor or something else that gives me an advantage over another player, it's just that really I you know I don't know I'm just I'm getting upset just thinking about it. I'm getting flustered. Uh, don't don't get flustered. flustered. It's okay. It's hi- hypothetical. I'm still flustered. Okay. Well, he's got more email. Well, good. I okay. can see that. Now, he also gives us an add-on recommendation, kind of switching topics a little bit. Okay, cool. But he says, something he's been using for the last two weeks and has made his life much easier while grinding in the Molten Front, uh, that quest hub there. It's an add-on called Daily Grind. It's available from Curse. It's an add-on that will auto-accept and auto-complete daily quest you want to do. Oh, I need that. I'm need to... so tired of clicking again because I, I didn't have to click with Zyger Guides. It automatically accepted quests for you. Okay. Now i got to click three times. You know how long that takes? Half a second? That's No, way too much time. i got to get this. What is it? It's called Daily Grind. I'm totally getting it. All I need to do is right-click the daily quest giver and add-on will do the rest. Uh, it will work for virtually any daily quest giver, but especially useful in the Molten Front area with the dailies you go through, especially as you unlock more as you go. Although this didn't happen to me, it is something that could happen to people if they don't pay attention. What's that? Two things you need to watch out for. Um, by default, when it comes time to pick the quest, the Forlorn Spire into the Fire quest chains, it will always pick the one on top, which is always the Forlorn Spire. So there's that. So that's a caveat for that. Caveat. Fish eggs. Well, that's caviar. Sorry. Yeah. It's like you're getting a little too excited about that. You know? <laughs> Have some caviar. Uh, let's see. It goes well with popcorn. 
Yeah, you'll have to either um, disable the add-on or you can use the extended features uh, to bypass this default behavior. Oh, okay. And then re-enable it once they have the quest that you want. Got it. Now, the other thing that you have to watch out for is the same thing in reverse, that it, in addition to automatically um, picking quests that you might not want it to pick, when you go to turn in, like we just said, you have your option of which one to turn in, it might just um, turn in the first one. Mm. Okay. Whereas you might want to turn the other one. Got it. Of course, I mean, in the long run, this to get what you need to do to to do the molten front, I mean, this it's stuff really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the order. It's all optional. Just get but, it done. Yeah. I'm really enjoying that area. Yeah. All right, an extra little bit of info. When you decide to unlock the Moonwell vendor, and after you've been through the quest chain that comes with that, behind the NPC on the stone wall, on the stone wall will be a food plate. You can grab a decent food buff that will help your damage output. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you haven't gotten there yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten there either. I think the moon wall is going to be the last thing I do. I looked at all the gear vendors, and I was like, mm, I need to do the Calling of the Ancients first. <laughs> all right, now he says, on a side note, I really enjoyed episode 80 with Zeph and Garrett's. I hope to hear them again soon. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I like having those guys on. So that was a very, I would say, thought-provoking and informative email. Yeah, and he's got some links, so we'll throw the links up on to uh, our Facebook page uh, once the show airs. So just go over to our Facebook page, because he's got some uh, an overview on... Uh, the Diablo 3 change yeah, the Action House. And, and they frequently asked questions. And he's got a link yeah. to uh, the Daily Grind over at Curse.com. Download that. Exactly. So we thank you, Gareth, for that. And, um, yeah, we hope to be back full next week. I don't think I have a whole lot going on. In fact, I know we'll be back full next week. All right. Because uh, my schedule gets to change a little bit. Well, good. So, Wait, in a good way? Yeah, in a good way. Okay. Yeah. Lighten up a little bit? No. No? No. Oh, just rearranged? Yes. You work too much. I know. <laughs> but I love my job. Okay, well, that makes it worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, I tell you, I can tell you guys that the day that we were supposed to have recorded last week, I was eating filet mignon and... Yeah, you sent me a text talking about we killed the fatty calf. I'm like, what? You're like, I'm having a filet mignon. What day was that? That was Thursday night. Yeah. 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 Let's see, what is today? Monday. So it was last Thursday? It was three days ago, yeah. 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 No, my my brother has been living in Iraq for the past two years. Right. And he finally moved back, not just back for a couple weeks, like Uh he's been coming back, but he's actually... Oh, he's moved back, moved back? He's moved back. Okay, so... So um, it's very exciting. And and knowing the diet that I put myself on this week, <laughs> you decided to let me know you're eating filet mignon. <laughs> it was tasty. I'm sure it was. I actually haven't been bothered by by the whole not eating food <laughs> for the whole week. Hey, I'm down 12 pounds. <sighs> you and your crazy <laughs> diets. I tell you what. So, anyhow, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to yet another fine episode of HearthCast. And, uh, if a you short want cast, to, if a, a short cast episode of HearthCast. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send us email, contribute to HearthCast.com. You can uh, send us a message up on Facebook. You can uh, tweet us at HearthCastFreck, at HearthCastRoot, or just HearthCast. Uh, you can always call our HearthCast hotline at 407-520-5342. And, uh, or you can use our website submission form. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, RiptideSoftware.com, Zyger Guide, System, and Carnage1320 over at YouTube. 
And don't be selfish. Share us with your friends, rate us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog, and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for Arthcast.com. Oh,